Good morning or good day, friends. Welcome to Tuesday, December the 27th. We are in that in-between week between Christmas and New Year. Hope you had a great Christmas. I hope more than that, you are looking forward to and anticipating and getting your heart ready for the new year. I want to encourage you to do something in the new year and uh, don't fall off the wagon. I want to encourage you to pick up a Bible reading schedule. Now, we're going to give one out at church on uh, Vision Sunday, but that's, uh, that's eight days into the new year. So I want to encourage you to maybe go on uh, to your phone or your app. Um, I use the, uh, uh, the YouVersion app. And there are lots of annual reading plans. Um, there's, there's, there's just straight through Old Testament to New Testament. There's the McShane plan, which is Old Testament once, New Testament twice, and I think a bit of Psalms maybe once or twice in there. Um, there's a chronological reading, which takes... Um, and reads the story as chronological as it can be read. Uh, the Bible is not a chronological book in, in many of its places. The genre of Scripture, for instance, Psalms, is just a book of poetry and songs. Um, so that's certainly not chronological. Some of the narratives are chronological, but they don't always flow in order. So the chronological reading is very, very interesting. But, um, you know, if you read about four chapters a day, um, maybe give or take, um, or if every few days you sit down for probably 30 minutes and just read scripture, you get through the Bible in a whole year. Um, and, and I will just tell you ahead of time, parts of it uh, will be difficult to wade through. In those parts, if you take a little more time and uh, just get a study Bible, um, there's a free one online, the Faith Life Study Bible. You can download the app. Um, it's, it's a great free resource uh, from the uh, from the same software company that makes Logos study software. Uh, the Faith Life app is great. It comes with a lot of free things. But the, the study Bible is, is basic. It's simple. But it will give you, in the hard parts of Scripture, first of all, it'll give you kind of a synopsis of the, of the book that you're starting. So you can kind of familiarize yourself with where I am in history and who's writing and why and who they're writing to and what was the context of this book. And then as you're going through, say, Leviticus, and you're reading about these laws and these ceremonies, you can just drop down to the study notes and, and just read the explanations. And you'll be amazed at how much sense it will all make if you'll take just a little extra time. Um, but that aside, getting through some of the prophets, prophets, getting through some of the specific messages to ancient peoples, ancient enemies of God, um, it, it, again, it can be a bit of an arduous labor. If you're willing to dig a little, it can be incredibly rewarding, especially when you see the grand narrative, the big picture, like we're doing as we go through the Psalms. But there's just something really uh, exciting and wonderful and helpful and really transformational about going just, just day by day through the scriptures, section by section, and getting through. Now, here's what I want to encourage you to do. Set a reminder on your phone. Um, and, and the Bible app will do that. The YouVersion app will do that for you. Um, maybe set a time or a place or a time of day. If you miss a couple days, don't berate yourself. Just uh, decide that you will catch up. And worst case, if you miss the first, you know, if you, if you miss a week or something, you have a crazy week, then just set aside some time on the weekend, Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Just sit down quietly. And if, even if you miss a whole week, you could probably catch that week up in probably an hour or so. Um, and to be honest with you, that's some of the best reading of the Bible that I ever do, is just long-form reading, kind of like reading a book. 
And so there's a couple other things I want to say about this, and it may um, unfortunately eat up all of our time today talking about this, but that's okay. It's, it's, wor- it's well worth it. Um, most Bibles are, are really cut up by chapter and verse divisions, and they're not bad things, so don't take me wrong, but they're also not um, inspired things. They're just put there by somebody who wanted to make the reading and the navigation of Scripture a little easier. But there is a problem when it comes to stitching together the, 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 the thought flow because the verse divisions make us, um, make us think instantly or automatically that these are paragraph divisions. And chapter divisions make us automatically think that these are natural breaks in the um, thought flow. And they just aren't. Uh, most verses are within a paragraph of other verses. And most chapters flow right from the previous to the next. Um, and so it really will help you if you can either get a reader's Bible, and there are uh, many uh, physical forms of that on the market, or if you can choose a software uh, that you can kind of kind of get rid of or dim out the settings of the chapter divisions and the, um, and the verse d- denotes so that you can read more of the text. The other thing I would say is try to set it up on your viewer if you're reading the software version so that you're reading one column. Again, sometimes the two-column format kind of chops up our thought flow uh, psychologically. So the best way I've ever read Scripture is long form um, in, uh, in, a, in a column format so that it looks like a book and long portions at a time. Again, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day is wonderful. But uh, you tend to cut it up and you tend to forget what you read yesterday and where you were and what's going on in the story, especially the narratives. Um, I would read longer form, if at all possible. And, uh, and then if you go through the, the reading plans, you can just mark the days as you go. If you uh, get, you know, a physical form, you know, you've got an end table somewhere before you go to bed. You put a bookmark uh, of the schedule in your uh, Bible and just mark it as you go. And, and, and then, like I said, when it gets hard, just press through. Just, just press through. Keep going because it is incredibly rewarding. Uh, the last piece of this I'll say, when you get to a place that's hard to understand, um, and, and I'm not going to get into the debate about versions. I mostly use the King James, but I turn frequently to ESV, NLT, and uh, NET, and NASB. So those four would probably be my go-tos if... I'm struggling to understand the sense of something, okay? The fact of the matter is there are differences in the translations, but we're, we're talking about 2 to 3% that, that are really significant, maybe less, um, at least in the ones I, I listed, and you get further away from that as you go down the line of translations. But here's where those, those new translations have been very helpful to me, and that is where I just don't get it. For instance, some of Psalm 68 has been really complex and complicated, and it goes back to the Hebrew coming to English is obscure, and it's hard to understand how to render it. So we we depend on the context, really, for those renderings more than anything. And the most literal translation is probably the safest. I get that. But when you come to some stories or some portions of Scripture, especially in the prophets, uh, that are really hard to follow, it will help you to turn over and read those sections in ESV or NLT just to get clarity. So um, I, I didn't mean to take you know eight, eight minutes to expound my Bible reading practices to you, but I have gleaned and learned so much about the Bible 
in the last 10 years especially because I've been preaching through it. Um, and probably the most brain mind-blowing, um, wonderful discovery is that it is one grand narrative. Creation, fall, redemption, restoration. Beginning to end, the Bible tells one beautiful story. And the culmination of that story is the gospel of Jesus. The life, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus. It is the fulfillment of all the promises and pictures and, and specific uh, points of the Old Testament. And it is the unfolding of all the beautiful story of grace that the New Testament articulates and the work that God is doing uh, in the book of Acts and forward in, in our lives through the epistles and then the promises that will be fulfilled through uh, Revelation and uh, Daniel's prophecies and Ezekiel's prophecies and some of these that we're even reading in Psalms. It is one narrative arc and every bit of it is connected to the rest of it. And so that's why I say the chronological reading and the big picture understanding why is this here? Why is this book, this chapter, this verse here in the grand narrative? What is it telling me about God and what he has done and what he is doing and what he will yet do and promises to do? And all of this brings such purpose and such beauty and such synchronicity, such integration to our faith and to what we profess and believe. It is so much more than a manual for how to live your life today or tomorrow or in the new year. It's so much more than a self-help mechanism to become a better person. It is God's grand story of redemption. And the more you can immerse in it and understand it, connect all the dots, the more it will just make sense to you. All of it, even the obscure portions like we're studying in Psalm 68. So my friend, I'm sorry I didn't get to Psalm 68 today, but I feel like I've taken too much time already. So I'm going to park it here, encourage you to plan your New Year Bible reading, and uh, let's read through Scripture together, um, as well as Psalms. And we'll track it together on enough for today in the New Year. So plan your New Year, anticipate what God's going to do. Have a great Tuesday. See you tomorrow.